Hey there, mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 42. I am Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. You may remember way back in episode three, we talked about what you need to do before you start decluttering. Understand what matters to you. It is the lens by which we make all our decluttering decisions. But there are three additional questions that, if answered before you start decluttering, can really help you focus on what needs to be done and declutter in less time. Who doesn't love that? They just happen to be three Fs because I am a poet who loves alliteration. You're welcome. Well, you know what I'm going to say, right? You're going to want to write some things down. So what do you say? Grab that notebook and pen and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home calendar and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. I hope you enjoyed last week's conversation with Lauren White from the Intentional Edit Podcast, all about simplifying and de-stressing meal planning. I took her advice and I created my own 14-day meal plan with all of our brainless crowd pleasers, and I shared them in the free Facebook group. If you want to join in the fun so you can take part in our bi-weekly decluttering challenges as well as get access to special resources like this, go to tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. When it comes to knowing what's for dinner or how we're spending our most precious resources of time, energy, focus, and attention, it helps to have a well thought out plan because mama, I know you are busy juggling so many things and it's easy to feel overwhelmed. That's why you're here, right? And if you're feeling that way about your home, completely overwhelmed, you don't know where to start or how to develop a plan that's going to work for you in this season of motherhood and life, I would invite you to get on a quick call to see how I can help you. It's 10 minutes and honestly, I don't care if there are kids screaming in the background the whole time, I promise. I know it's summer and the struggle is real. We can talk about your biggest pain point and I can direct you to my free resources that might solve your problem, such as my podcast episodes and downloads and so forth. Or we can discuss what an in-person or virtual decluttering coaching session would look like. Check out the show notes for more information on how to set up your free 10 minute call. And I can't wait to talk to you. Okay, so the three F's. When you know you want to declutter a space and are committed to it, whether it be an entire room or part of a room or even a closet or a drawer, asking yourself three questions will really help you to focus, there's another F, and get it done faster. Another F. I just can't help myself. This is also called setting the intent for the space, which I learned that term from Ali Kazaza in her book, Declutter Like a Mother, which I would highly recommend. So question number one is, you ready? 
(laughs) How do I want this space to feel? Feel is the first F. So let's brainstorm on that piece of paper you have on on your notes app and your phone. So let's use the example of a master bedroom. How do you want your master bedroom to feel? Some words that come to mind for me are peaceful, haven, restful, restorative, calming, and relaxing. Now, as we know from episode eight, there's a direct link between clutter and anxiety and stress. So we know that if we want our bedroom to feel peaceful, and there are piles of clothes everywhere and bags of things to return and random toys from your kid's room strewn about, it won't feel peaceful, right? So as we're making our decluttering decisions, we are constantly asking ourselves, is having this item in my bedroom making it feel more or less peaceful, restful, and restorative? If the answer is less, then we decide whether the item needs to be relocated like the kids' toys, for example, or if it belongs in the bedroom, we can use the container concept we spoke about in episode six to make decisions about what stays and what goes. If I find 50 pairs of socks lying around my room and I go to my dresser drawer, I have a designated section for socks. In my case, it's actually a shoebox because I don't feel the need to be super fancy. So I start with the socks that I use and love and anything that doesn't fit in there is donated right? That's using that container concept. We want everything to have a specific home. And we talked about that in episode seven. And then we make sure that we only keep what fits in our designated container for that item. All the time we're remembering how we want that space to feel. And that's part of what guides us. So the second question we want to ask ourselves is, how do I want this room to function? Function is our second F. Now, some may argue that we could start with the function question, and that's fine if you want to do it that way. But if you're overwhelmed, I think that focusing on how you want the room to feel may be even more powerful. So how do we want our master bedroom to function? Well, what is a master bedroom for? Sleep, intimacy, getting dressed, and possibly welcoming some morning cuddles from kids or pets, right? But if we have stuff everywhere, we can't find the clothes we want to wear in the morning, or our kids have to run around piles on the floor like an obstacle course to get to our bed, our bedroom isn't functioning like we want it to, right? I recommend to my clients that they think about their ideal setup for the entire space. If there's furniture that isn't working for you or isn't being used efficiently, what would that ideal setup look like? You may even want to draw a rough floor plan of what you'd want where and talk about it with your spouse or partner. So for example, I recently did an in-person decluttering session with someone who was using a room as a toy room, a craft room for her kids, but also a workspace for her, for her Etsy shop. So she had this vertical cart, this rolling cart that was being used to hold Etsy supplies, but it was right beside her kids' arts and crafts area. So we relocated the work supplies somewhere else and made that cart functional for the arts and crafts stuff, which worked much better. You want to make sure that every piece of furniture or even the drawers and containers that you designate for each category makes sense for how you want the room to function. You want it to be easy to access what you need, right? And you don't want clutter impeding your path. This is one reason I decided not to have toys in my kids' rooms. The bedrooms are on the smaller side and I knew the toys would be an immediate tripping hazard, probably more for me than the kids, right? (laughs) So the function of their rooms is for sleeping, reading, getting dressed, and that's pretty much it. 
Now this flows well into our third question, which is about flow. How do I want things to flow in this space? This is related to the function question, but goes to the heart about how things are coming in and out of the space specifically. So this time I'm going to use my kitchen as an example. If you listen to episode 28, you know that I have a physical inbox for mail and school papers coming in. So the way I want paper to flow is that it comes into my home. I recycle whatever I want in the recycle bin in the kitchen, and then I put the rest in my inbox. Then later on in the day, I process the paper so that I'm emptying out that inbox. When we have papers all over the kitchen counter, artwork on the table, and we're just doing the stuff shuffle to get what we need so that we can cook or have that precious family together time in the kitchen, the flow of those activities is messed up by the paper, right? So when we remember the flow, we can figure out systems that help the flow rather than impeding it. In episode 35, which is the interview I did with Lisa Lazat all about daily resets, it speaks to this as well. I want my kitchen to flow well so that when I'm doing my evening reset and I'm cleaning up dinner, I can easily clear the table, run the dishwasher, and clean off those countertops. So keeping the flow of the room in mind when we declutter can make our daily resets much easier. So to recap, before you declutter, there are three questions to ask yourself, which will help you focus and save time and energy so you can declutter faster. And we all want that, right? They are the three F's. Remember what they are? Feel, function, and flow. And the question specifically, question number one, how do I want this space to feel? Question number two, how do I want this room to function? And the last one, question number three, how do I want things to flow in this space? I really hope this episode blessed you. And if so, please share it with a friend and make sure to join the free Facebook group at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. Next week, we're going to be talking to my friend, Sarah Carabell about her experience with postpartum anxiety and depression and how she took some simple yet powerful steps to overcome her overwhelm and find the joy in her motherhood again. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact, but 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.